all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Okay, so today is Saturday, September 17th. Uh, 2022. Uh, so let's see what's going on in the world. The new bivalent uh, COVID vaccine has been announced. I have yet to get it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I, I probably won't get it until I come back from a trip and we'll get to that in a second. But first, the, uh, today's musical guest, uh, is a band called The Heavy. You've probably heard this song in car commercials and and maybe did what I did and thought it was James Brown. But this song is from 2008. How you like me now? Oh God, that song is, this song is so good. And it's, it's stunning to me that it was not a bigger hit, right? Like obviously radio just isn't what it used to be, but Man, this song is so good. And then, so I, of course, I bought the album because I buy every album that is featured uh, on the podcast. And this, the whole album is fantastic. It's not all like this. Obviously, you're going to be hearing it throughout the podcast. So it's it's not all like this, but it's all good. So I highly recommend uh, The Heavy. Uh, and in fact, one of their other songs, which is going to be coming up, uh, is featured in the season finale of The Umbrella Academy, season three. And uh, it was in a video game uh, that I played that I use a VR headset called, uh, uh, what is it called? It's called uh, a Pistol Whip. And Pistol Whip, by the way, let's just talk about Pistol Whip for a second. If you are thinking about getting a VR setup and wonder like, what game should I get? Pistol Whip is like a must-have. It's, a, I have to say, most, if not all, VR games. Like, VR was a really nice idea, right? And when you do it for the first time, it's amazing. And, but then you start playing the games and you're like, well, Certain types of motion make me nauseated, so that's not gonna work. And what you you know, you can't literally walk around because you know you're tethered to your computer with this giant cable, and nobody's really worked on a good. I mean, there's no pad or anything you can stand on to walk around, so you kind of have to like stand in one place and either like teleport around or you swing your arms around if you want to run but then that makes me motion sick so you know it's it's just a weird system that i it, it seems like a lot of fun and it is a lot of fun but it's also like it's got it's not perfect just like all of us So anyway, just to uh, finish up with Pistol Whip, um, it's uh, it, it's like I always describe it as John Wick yoga. So what happens is, is it's just like you on a moving conveyor belt 
You're just constantly moving, 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 but you don't have to move yourself. And you're shooting guys and you're punching guys as they just come at you. And then there's other obstacles that are thrown at you that you have to bend and twist and contort to get around. Um, so yeah, so that's sort of the yoga part of it, but also the shooting part of it, which gives it a very John Wickian feel. And it's, it makes you feel like a badass, which is, uh, you know, so rare in this life that we get to feel like a badass, that it's just, it's a fun game to do. Uh, and, and it does uh, fulfill that power of fantasy. Okay, so in no particular order, this is what's going on. Um, so Miriam and, and the daughter are away. Uh, the daughter has joined the Cub Scouts uh, because she basically... <laughs> If, if her friends are doing a thing, she's like, yeah, I want to do that. Uh, which, honestly, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I got totally wrapped up in World Cup fever because uh, people in the office, back when we went to offices, um, that's they were all excited about the World Cup. So I we got excited by the World Cup. So uh, this is the big Cub Scouts um uh camping trip and so uh, uh the girl and the wife are off being scouts and camping and it is september and apparently is going to rain uh tomorrow so i might see them sooner than i think so um yeah so it's uh, we'll see we'll see how long this mini vacation of mine lasts uh, who knows but anyway, uh, so I despise camping for this very reason, right? Like you do all this work, you get all this gear together, you get out there, and then it rains. And it's just like, oh, this sucks. And every place I've ever been camping, it's always in the mountains and it's covered with trees. So it's always like 10 degrees colder than I would like it to be. <laughs> So, so yeah, no, and then, and then of course, you know, forget about all the other things I hate about camping, you know, no hot water, no electricity, it bugs. I mean, I got, the, the one time I got a tick in my arm was when uh, we went camping and the fucking, uh, and the camping stuff are, is still impossible to set up. I shouldn't say impossible. I set up their tent to try and figure it out before they left. And it's a pain in the ass, right? Like what, there was a promise, I think, or something, or maybe I saw a video once of somebody just taking like a, like just a, a crumpled up nylon sack and then just throwing it in the corner and it's just springing magically to life as if a, a fairy had granted your wish and then the tent just magically was up right? And it was just there. And then you just crawled inside and passed out just waiting to get eaten by bears. So, but that, that, that dream has yet to manifest itself. It's still, you know, poles and loops and hooks and, and you, it's a two person job and you stand over and then it's just people get mad because the thing isn't, doesn't look like the picture. And you're like, ah, ah no. Boo! Hate it. So, and this is the song. This is the song that I was referring to that was featured in the video game and the season end to the Umbrella Academy. 
Uh, and it's got a much more cowboy vibe to it than the other one. So in case you haven't noticed, I, I, I was raised in the tradition of radio where you hit the post, which is of course a fancy dumb way of saying, just talk while the music is playing and then stop talking when the singing starts. Don't know why they call it hitting the post, because everybody tries to make their thing like rocket science. Oh, you know, let's take this dumb thing of spinning records and talking over them, but let's let's throw in some terms that nobody else knows or cares about but us. But we're gonna care about it a lot. And we're gonna talk about hitting the post like it's the greatest thing. Meanwhile, everybody who's sitting at home listening to the radio doesn't give a shit. As long as you don't talk over the lyrics, just stop before the lyrics start. They don't care. They don't care if you're if you're two minutes before that happens or ten seconds. They don't care. In fact, they'd like they prefer you just not talk over the song at all. But then you know the people taped stuff off the radio back when that was a thing, and so ugh. anyway. So if you if you hear me trying to hit the post, you know just know if I hit it. I'm real excited inside. Even though it's dumb and nobody cares, I care. Because I, I, this is just the way I was raised. Okay, so... Um, oh, so I just watched the movie Morbius. Uh, if you had not been aware that Morbius had been released, yeah, there's probably a good reason for that because uh, it did not do well at the at the theater. Um, it's funny because uh, for those of you who don't know, right before, or not right before, but before Marvel became this juggernaut film powerhouse. Uh, they were a struggling comic book company, and then Sony Pictures came to them and said, Hey, um, would you be interested in licensing us some of your characters? Your popular characters will make movies of them. And they were like, yeah, that would be awesome, because that's about the only thing that's going to keep us alive is these movies. So they licensed... The fan, uh, no, they licensed, yeah, they licensed the Fantastic Four to 20th Century Fox. Disney bought 20th Century Fox and Marvel, so now both of those license, uh, the, those licenses now revert to Disney slash Marvel. And they also licensed out Spider Man. And apparently, they not only licensed out Spider Man, uh, but all Spider Man adjacent characters, which is. I don't know how, what the contracts look like for that sort of thing. Like, is it is it just any, it can't be just anybody who's ever appeared in a Spider-Man comic. Like, there has to be, like, an exhaustive list of, like, who, like, who that is, right? So, apparently, Morbius, who, let's be honest, he's just a vampire, right? He's just a guy who has vampire abilities and he moves real fast and he sucks blood. He can go out in the daylight and he does switch between sort of his Dracula form and his human form 
really easily, but also sometimes he gets so overtaken by bloodlust, he can't control himself. Anyway, this movie got so criticized and hated on, I think partly because Jared Leto is the lead character and Jared Leto has famously been in a lot of terrible movies. And I, I was having a discussion with somebody once and I said, how does Jared Leto pick so many bad movies? And the person responded with, I don't think he's picking bad movies. I think they are asking 10 other people to be in their movie before Jared Leto, but the movie is so bad that everybody else declines, and then when they get to Jared Leto, Jared Leto's kind of like, well, I got nothing else going on, eh, this seems fine, well, I'll just do this. So it's not that either one is picking each other, it's not like they're seeking out the other, it's just sort of, they're just sort of settling for each other. Oh, you're available? Yeah, okay, hmm. You know, it's like, it's just like the world's worst dating service ever. Nobody's nobody's excited to be with each other. No one's turned on by having the other person there. It's just sort of like, I need a warm body, and you are that. So this song kind of has like a cool, like, screaming Jay Hawkins, I put a spell on you, guys, you're mine. Oh boy, that wasn't good. But hey, you know, it's I'm not taking it back. I'm not editing it out. It's there. Uh, and it just goes to show how good this album is because stylistically, it's all over the place. And that's fun for me. So, I don't know what happened to Miriam. Um, she Maybe she's always been this way and just now it's slowly creeping out. But um, <laughs> she's starting to get a little bit more like, I don't want to say spiritual because that's um, too kind. I'm trying to be like, you know, reading, I guess reading meaning into things that aren't necessarily meaningful. So for instance, um, she just did a thing called horse yoga, which I'm sure the rest of it is nice and meaningful. And you know, you're supposed to take stock of yourself and your life and be grateful for what the things that you have rather than you know, uh, being upset because you don't have everything or something. I don't know. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's well-intentioned. But when she tells the story, she's like, yeah, and then this person and they're standing in the circle and then the horse comes over to you and it like rests its head on your shoulder. But she says it like as if the horse knows something. She's like, you know, the person in the middle, they're talking about their dad. And then the horse just comes over and puts your head on your shoulder. And I'm like, yeah, because you're standing in its area and it's been trained to do this. 
It's not like it's not like the horse is talking. It's not like the horse is like, hey man, yeah, yeah, you got some unresolved issues with you and your dad, but I'm sure it'll all work out. Now, if the horse did that, that would be a miracle. But no, it's not. This is a this is a I don't want to say, I, you know, calling it a parlor trick is, uh, you know, as if it's it's implying that the person who is running this horse yoga camp is somehow insidious, like they're trying to, uh, you know, grift something. I'm sure the horse is just friendly and, the, you know, the horse just likes to uh, nuzzle people. But then, but then her friend who also went with her on this was talk, you know, because the it's a big thing about like sharing and talking about the things that are bothering you and whatever. The horse bit her. The horse bit the friend, and it's just like, oh god. And and of course, so then uh, Miriam asks the friend, "Well, how did you feel when the horse bit you?" And she was like, "Oh, I think the horse was trying to tell me to get over myself." And I'm like, "No, the horse was not. The horse thought you were food or something. I don't know." There's no, there's no big meaning. There's no meaning. It's just a horse and it bit you and that sucks and this is why you shouldn't do this because sometimes you get bit and it sucks. Now, apparently, and I did not realize this about myself, apparently one of my big pet peeves is people who can't read the room and use terms that they think everybody knows. And it's just like, so for instance, my favorite example of this is um, one time uh, Bunny, Gary, Miriam, and others were in rural Pennsylvania and we're at this tiny little restaurant and Uncle Gary, he's like, um, yeah, I'll have the this food and the that food, and I'll have the salad, and for dressing, I'll have the Roquefort. Now, <laughs> Roquefort, for those of you who don't know, is a type of blue cheese. I believe it comes from the Roquefort region of wherever, and Nobody has called it Roquefort for 30 fucking years. So Uncle Gary, don't use the term Roquefort. And he's talking to some 19-year-old kid, and she's like, what? And he's like, Roquefort. And he just keeps saying Roquefort over and over and over, just louder, as if she didn't understand what he's, you know, she, as if she didn't hear him. No, she heard you just fine, but you're speaking a foreign language. You're saying words that are meaningless to her. So don't keep just saying Roquefort. Just switch it up, try something new. So the latest version of this sort of tone deafness was, um, we do these family Zoom calls once a month because my parents are paranoid about getting COVID and they think if they get COVID, they're going to die and they think if they leave their house, they're going to get COVID. So, okay, sure. Um, so the only way we will ever see them is, it, actually that's not true. They have, they have come over. They wear masks even outdoors when they come over, which is not very often, um, but uh, so we do these Zoom meetings, and 
uh, my sister's boyfriend was talking about how uh, my sister had bought him this lovely present of a book of airships. Now, again, nobody says airships. And I had to look it up. It's basically zeppelins and blimps. I guess you just, they're just, the, every word is so precious that saying zeppelins and blimps is just too much. It's too many words. Gosh, that's three words. Airships, I think technically one word. Oh, so I'm saving so much time. Oh my gosh, all the, all the cancers I'm gonna cure with all the time I'm saving by saying airships. So I'm Googling, what the, what the hell's an airship while we're on this Zoom call? And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like, it's cool. Like, look, man, if you love airships, and you, you, you want a book on airships? Great, good for you. I'm glad that you found something that you like. But like, I mean, we're not all in your world. And I guess that's what bothers me about this. It's just like, everybody's like, well, you have to know my world. You, everybody, I can't believe you don't understand everything I'm into, you know? And, and it's like, this is what this is what bothers me about people in general is that it's just like we all think everybody is just like us and we can't we can't fathom that people are not like us we can't fathom that people don't know Roquefort from 30 years ago by the way I told this story to somebody else that I know and she was like oh yeah does he also use cream rinse and I was like what and she was like yeah cream rinse is what they used to call conditioner and, and I was like, oh, thank God. And I say thank God because Letterman used to do a bit, and not a bit, he would just, he would just be like, he, Letterman just used to say goofy shit all the time on his, on his talk show. And so one of the things he used to say all the time was, do you have a nice cream rinse? Do you have a cream rinse that you like? And I never knew what he was talking about. But finally, thanks to Anne, and cleared it up, uh, solved a mystery for me. Cream rinse is the same as conditioner, but if you say cream rinse, even 30 years ago, nobody will know what you're talking about. So, um, Miriam and I have a, a bunch of streaming services, one of them being Hulu. Hulu, I think, is great. Um, there's a ton of good stuff on there. Obviously, um, no, obviously, I don't know why I say that. Uh, John Hodgman's uh, TV show, Dicktown, is fantastic. Uh, the price of Hulu is just going up to, I think, $7 a month, which it's like, when you look at the other streaming services, HBO, uh, Netflix, this is like half the price of those. Now, to be fair, there are commercials uh, on the Hulu, and what's interesting about, well, not interesting because I used to work in ad tech, so I can tell you exactly why this is, but if you do a lot of streaming uh, with ads, not YouTube, but others, you'll just see the same ads just over and over and over and over again. And so the one that we've been seeing ad nauseum is uh, this weird one about, it's an allergy medication and it's, you know, 3D CGI animated people, but none of them have allergies. Um, none of them are really, 
the, the, none, nobody has is seen taking the medication. It's just, but it's like, and it's really like an, a mental gymnastics to try and figure out like how is this even related to uh to allergies at all um there's a guy and he comes into a flower shop and he pets a cat and and then he shows that he's got a cat tattoo on his arm to show that he loves cats and you're like oh okay so flowers well a lot of people have allergies that are you know pollen based and then people a lot of people have cat allergies okay that makes sense so but he doesn't sneeze he doesn't he doesn't exhibit any need for allergy medication and nor does he say like hey i'm taking this medication so that's why i'm not sneezing and nobody talks that's the other great thing there's no dialogue it's just an announcer going like Habble Dabble Do is a new medication that is great for allergies and here's all the reasons why and all this stuff. And I'm watching this and I'm like, you know what? This is, this is the dream, right? This is the dream of animation. Like I'm never gonna be a great animator. I'm never gonna make Pixar movies or anything, but this is the dream, right? You just have a bunch of random assets, a bunch of, you know, 3D character models. You've got a guy chiseling an ice sculpture of a palm tree. I can't even, I can't even pretend to understand how that relates to allergy medication, but okay. I've never heard of anybody being, well, you know, I have palm tree allergies. I can't go to Hawaii because, oh, I just never stop sneezing. Um, but, but this is the dream, right? Where it's just like, well, I like animating and I need to make a living and, you know, I, I don't have to lip sync any dialogue to anything. And, and I think there's like one sound effect of a dog barking or maybe the cat purring and then like, that's it. The rest of it is just, you know, just people walking and, and petting a cat and I'm like, yeah, living the dream. Somebody somewhere uh, is just like, <laughs> and I don't even know what the pitch meeting was for this thing. It was just like, look guys, uh, we, we need this commercial. Um, but we don't really want to spend a ton of money on it. So we just thought, um, I don't know. We just, we, uh, these people could just, you know, we saw this thing on their demo reel and it's just like some, you know, a guy with a stereo and a woman who drives a car real fast. And we could just, we could just use that. It's fine. You know, and the person talks over the top of it and it's going to be streaming so they can't skip it. So, you know, and, and we're a drug company. We have more money than God, but you know, ah, why should why spend it on that? Let's just get to hookers and cocaine, and we'll we'll just use the money for that instead. Oh my God, maybe that was it. Maybe they were just like, look, we'll just write hookers and cocaine. Well, I mean, we'll we'll take the money, we'll buy hookers and cocaine, and then we'll just pretend that it all went into this commercial, and then we'll just get a commercial that cost us five dollars, and then. Then we'll just be high and have tons of venereal diseases, and that'll be how we spent our summer vacation, making an ad that nobody can understand. Uh, I, 
but I, I try not to end these on a depressing note. So I will I will tell you the kind of depressing thing uh, before we end. So I have I, I I guess there's no other easy way to say this other than I guess I'm just getting ear infections now. So I had one at the end of July. I've got one now at the beginning of September, and I'm just like, God oh, damn it. Like, maybe there's a way to prevent it, but I just, I'm trying, I'm doing everything that they tell me to do, and goddamn ear infections hurt like a mofo. And there's nothing you can do, like, you know, you can't ice it, you can't sit a certain way, you can't stand a certain way, it's just like, all of a sudden you'll just be like, ice pick in the ear, ice pick in the ear, and then it'll go away for a while, and you're just like, what was that? Stop it! So, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to go to the ear, nose, and throat doctor again on Wednesday. We'll see where that goes. Oh, but, 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 the good news is uh, my blood pressure is totally normal. It, this is fantastic. I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm cooking almost 100% for myself. I'm not adding any salt. You know, I'm being good. And now it's been so good for so long. I'm starting to have cheat days. Like today, I had a donut. And tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, today, after I finish this podcast episode, I'm going to go to Costco. I'm going to get a slice of pizza. Now, I know what you're saying. Costco pizza? Are you sure? I mean, you really want to use your cheat day on Costco pizza? Dude. You have not been to Costco lately and had Costco pizza if you are doubting how good Costco pizza is. It's great. It's gotten so much better in the last 10 years. And not only that is it's a cheat day, right? Like nobody else does pizza slices around here. You want pizza, you have you have to get a whole pizza. And I don't want a whole pizza. I don't even want a mini pizza. I don't even want a personal pan pizza. I just want one slice. Of course, Costco slices, because it's Costco, it's a giant slice. But anyway, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna do that and hopefully it won't uh, affect me uh, negatively, uh, even though my cholesterol is probably just a scotch too high. Oh, and finally, okay, now finally, this is the, I, I, this is not neither positive nor negative. This was just a weird idea I had all of these cooking shows and there's a bunch of them are all like here's some ingredients make a thing and that's fine um that's that's an it's a you know it's a, a, whatever people seem to like it i i don't care about it but the the cooking show that i want to see and i want to see this because it re- relates directly to my life is the We've made a thing, and it's it, it, and we have made it intentionally bad. <laughs> and maybe we'll change up how it's bad every week. Uh, probably, I think the best way to do it is just to make it super bland and just be like, we don't know what's wrong with it. Oh, I mean, it, it like, yeah, maybe we'll do a skit right at the beginning. It's like. I'm a lazy bachelor. I just threw spinach in a bowl with some croutons, and it's kind of boring. Oh, that's lame. Or, or like, or like a lazy bachelor spaghetti, where I just like I took a jar of sauce and dumped it on some pasta, and I'm like, there you go. 
but I want to see the show where they fix it and call it that. Call the show Fix It. And just somebody's like, hey man, I took some garlic and I did some of this and then I swirled it and, you know, and I, and, and then maybe, maybe you get five minutes. Like all, <laughs> like all of these cooking shows, they're like, we're giving you two hours. It's like, no, don't do that. Give them like, Give them like 20 minutes or something. Just be like, here, you, you can do it with any. We'll give you any ingredient you want with how to fix this and then go nuts. And it's just like, oh, okay. Um, because that's the other thing, right? In order to make this relatable, you don't want to give people two hours because the lazy bachelor spaghetti, that bachelor ain't gonna take two hours to fix it, but he might take 20 minutes to fix it. And if it's 20 minutes, and you do a little bit of skit at the beginning, and you do a little patter at the end, hey man, that's a half hour show with commercials. Commercials featuring an animation for an allergy medication that doesn't make a lick of sense for nothing, but who cares, because everybody's getting paid, okay? So, from me, from the heavy, from all of us, read the room, Include people, let them know what other dumb hobbies you like, and don't assume that they do too. And from the music of Bright Brown, let's do this one more time. Till then! Yeah.